Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. How does a friendship start? What makes it stick and do so long enough to last 5, 10, even 20 years? For our next two guests, it all began in 2002 with a yes to Big Brothers Big Sisters here in St. Louis. A yes that's held them together for two decades and counting. Here to share the secret to their success are Kiara Brown, not so little sister, Welcome. Hello, guys. And Kristen Slaughter, big sister and now the new CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Missouri. Thanks, Elaine. Welcome. And full disclosure, I used to work over at Big Brothers Big Sisters, so this is a a little bit of a reunion on air. Now, let's go all the way back 20 years. Why and when did you decide, Kiara, that you wanted to be a little sister? Wow, I have to jog my memory here. Um, I remember in school, um, they had the program. And at first it was just about fun, you know, having an example. You do certain things. And I said, well, let me sign up, not knowing what to expect. Um, And I remember like it was yesterday, uh, being in the room. I think I had a purple shirt on. um, And we did gingerbread houses, I believe. I think it was like April or something. Um, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. Um, but that one day turned into months, years, and now we're here. So I'm grateful for my big sister, um, just for the example, um, her dedication, her commitment to still have a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And Kristen, what was it that made you decide to become a big sister? Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was a part um, of me that was missing. Um, When I started working for the organization, I did the work every day, but I just didn't feel in it. And that's what really, when I went to Adams Elementary for the first time to meet with the principal when in my role, I said, you know what, if I'm going to tell people they need to do this, I need to do it. I need to be a big sister. So it was a real simple yes Mm -hmm. that I wanted to do it. And so you were working for the organization already. And... Kiara, you are the one who initiated then the the way that people usually get connected with the agency. Your family also has to be in it. So did you bring this up with your family as something you wanted to do? Um, I did not. I believe um, it may have been talked about at school. I was in the third grade, you guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think it was talking about it in school, and they had, like, sign-up forms. Okay. And so I signed up and said, hey, what could you expect? And here I am. Yeah, sure. So did you hit it off right away? I mean, Kiara, you talked about the gingerbread house, and you remember what color shirt you were wearing. As an adult, Kristen, um, befriending a, a young person, was it at all awkward in the beginning? How did you, how did you get over those, those first few meetings? Yeah. 
I remember, again, it, it was third grade. She was eight, so it's so crazy. But I can still remember things very vividly that first probably about day or week or month. And at first, Kiera was shy. She comes from a family of, um, she has nine other siblings. So as you can imagine, getting a word in edgewise sometimes was <laughs> was difficult. And so sometimes Kiera wasn't as talkative, but she was always so curious and she always um, was so thoughtful, always asked about me, my family. Um, so I do feel like we hit it off from day one um, in our own special way, mm-hmm. and our relationship really grew from there. So one among nine, where are you in that order? Last one, actually. Okay, yes. so <laughs> you had lots of older siblings then. I did. What was it that was different about having Kristen as a big sister? Kristen, um, I think we had a conversation when we was at Bombay Junkies Food a few weeks back. Um, and I just always appreciate her for the rope she played in my life. She showed me things. Um, I've experienced so many things that I probably would not have had experience without her. Mm-hmm. So it was just stepping outside the normal. Mm-hmm. Was there anything, Kristen, that you felt that you had in common with Kiara that you were not expecting to share? Yes, definitely. When you think about an age range of, you know, almost a 20-year difference in our age, you may think, you know, oh, they wouldn't have a lot in common, but we did. We both were very passionate people, very entrepreneurial. Uh, We believed in our girl power. Uh, We did like to do a little shopping together and baking. And I think all that came with just us spending more time together. A lot of long talks in the car. And what else do you want to do, Kiera? And she was always up for a new adventure. And so was I. Now, relationships often change as we enter into new life stages. And with youth mentorship, moving to different levels of school, like elementary to middle, and then especially middle to high school can really change dynamics because of what's happening and and sometimes what isn't. Did you two encounter any of that? And if so, um, what made it worth it to kind of push past those changes that were happening in your life? Kara? I don't think too much changed, honestly, Kristen. I think we had a very open dialogue conversation um, I was, a, I was a good kid, so <laughs> there's nothing for her to worry about. And that aspect of, you know, kids going through high school and, you know, that social change that you go through, just puberty and your outlook on life changes. Um, if anything, the conversation changed. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, letting her know one of my experiences, because it's definitely different from third grade to 11th grade. You know, sure. I'm seeing things differently. My mindset has changed. Um, So nothing has really changed to me, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that I would say Kier was not the typical teenager. She got it like I would think a person would be in their mid-20s. And so we definitely, the conversation changed. But Kier was very open with me about what was going on, school changes, you know, a couple different times in high school. But she always just really stayed focused on what she wanted to accomplish um, to graduate from high school um, and continue on um, with her entrepreneurial spirit. So I don't think we just just kept open communication. Mm -hmm. For sure. And was that something that always just came naturally 
did you did you require any sort of support from um, from the program at any point, or was it pretty smooth sailing all the way through? I say smooth sailing. Um, we're both Aquarius, as she stated. We both have passion. We both um, share similar um, characteristics. So I think we just mesh very well. Mm-hmm. And some things as understood don't have to be, you know, said. Yeah. Is that something that people noticed in you two, that you were very similar, Kristen? I think sometimes once I think people got past maybe the difference in age and the difference in the way that we look, it's like, wow, those two individuals are kindred souls. And uh, I think also, you know, Kier just being such a kind person and giving grace through the years, I think that's what also just continued to make our friendship continue to grow. So she gave you grace. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit. I really would. I, uh, I went through a lot of changes. You know, Kiera knew me when I was newly married, no children, newer in my career. And over the last 20 years, that has changed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Become seasoned, a little more seasoned, um, stepped into a new role at work, um, have a 14-year-old son now, um, and, have, and have gone through other um, personal uh changes. And so I think that Kiera gave me grace along the way. And when I needed to say, you know, I got to step back just a little bit for the next month, she's like, absolutely, take the time you need. And I'm here when you when we need to talk again. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that stands out as a a mannerism, or maybe like a speech habit that you've picked up from one another? I think her ability to express her words like when she write cards, it's always the right things. You know exactly what to say and put it in such a way. Just like, oh, thank you. Um, so I think that. So I have taken that to. Um, sometimes I can say too much. Sometimes I say not enough. You know, and I think that has helped me with my personal life and expressing my feelings and towards just things in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think with Kira, uh, she has always. I started with, she's always been curious. She's always also just asked the right questions. And I think sometimes it's not just talking, but it's also asking other questions and just being a good listener as well. And so, um, as you can tell from this interview, uh, Kira is quite eloquent for a for her age and for, for anyone. Um, and so I always, whenever we get together, I, I, I just love her questions she asks, but I always just love listening to her and different perspectives. We like to kind of push and pull on different uh, things. And I think that's an important part of a friendship. For sure. We need to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll finish our conversation about a local little sister-big sister relationship that's gone 20 years strong. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at choosewood.com. Welcome back. I'm Elaine Cha. We're talking with Kiara Brown and Kristen Slaughter, who met as Little and Big Sister through Big Brothers Big Sisters 20 years ago and remain friends to this day. Now, it started with a program and clearly has outgrown the program. Um, Is there anything that 
you feel you were able to experience together because you began with a mentorship program explicitly? I think since we started in a formal mentorship uh, and we had so many experiences together when we were when she was younger, I think as we went through other life changes, it really helped us. So for example, I talked about earlier that um, I'm now a mom of uh, a 14-year-old. She's now a mom of two. And so I think us going through that together, uh, really, we, we learned from each other. Um, and she saw, you know, she's she's Auntie Kiera to my son, Brennan. And so um, I now consider I can be an auntie to her um, two little ones as well. And so I think that we, you know, even though we had children at a little bit different time, we really, um, because we built that great friendship and mentorship earlier in life, we were able to, to share that together. So we're going to play a game. How well do you know each other? So who is more likely to cry during a movie? Ooh, that's good. I think both. What do you think uh, both, Kristen? I do. We're women. We, <laughs> I know. <laughs> what's, what's the last movie you saw that brought tears mm. to your eyes? Hmm. I watched barely any TV since I have children, so. Uh, That's good parenting. <laughs> for sure. I have another okay. question. Who is more likely to injure themselves on vacation? That would have to be me. No. <laughs> really? Yes. Has I, it happened? Yes. I get, I get going a little too fast, Kira, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can do everything twice as fast as I really should. So, you know, I may stumble and fall, get on a bike, try to ride too fast. So Uh-oh. I'm going to out myself here, Kira. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> now, who is more likely to lose their car in a parking lot? I've had my experiences with it. So I'll say me. What do you think, Kristen? I think you have a great memory. Probably you, Kier. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair one. Who is more likely to get the milkshake and the chili cheese fries? Ooh, you know what? Um, Kristen has always been very conscious of what she eats. Um, even when I remember, I think her name was Jackie. I can't remember her name. And I didn't know this until we were at Big Brother's Big Sister. And she was like, Kristen hates McDonald's. And I was like, I didn't know that. But we always go to McDonald's. But now I think we're very conscious. So Kristen always has a salad, you know, probably some grilled chicken. So has that rubbed off on you? Neither. No. To the question, probably neither. Okay. (laughs) And the last one here. Who is more likely to make a friend while waiting in line? I think that could potentially be I think that both. can definitely be both, both of, us of us, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, before, when I was waiting for lunch, the last time we had our birthday lunch, and um, oh, I, yeah. I made new friends with a couple before she got there. I got her five oh, minutes yeah. earlier. I was like, oh, <laughs> these are my new friends here in line. <laughs> so but really- here is one of the most personable people you'll ever meet. Um, I know you can't always tell everything on radio, but she just sure. she's just a she, – she can, she can make anyone feel welcome. Thank you, Kristen. What hasn't changed between the two of you after all these years? I think communication, Mm -hmm. the ability to communicate. Um, I think a lot of times as life happens to all of us, 
Um, and, you know, we have to be distant. We don't talk as much, you know. Um, but students, we get together. It's like we've never been apart. So mm-hmm. I think communication, the ability to just communicate and be open and to share, um, it's just never enough time for yeah. us to, you know, just really spend that time. Um, but yeah. it happens. I think also uh celebrating and being each other's biggest cheerleaders has not changed. I think that's always been from day one. And I think that's been a really important part of, you know, even when we have the downtimes, okay, let's get behind each other. How can we help each other? I think that's really important. Over the years, what has been the most challenging conversation to have? Um, For me, uh, when I was pregnant with my second child, um, I didn't tell Kristen till later on because I didn't want her to um, view me in a different light. I don't know. Um, and so when I finally told her, and that's how I felt, she said, don't, you know, don't ever feel like that. You know, all I can do is just tell you the best that I can tell you or give you the best advice possible. So um, I think that was the biggest challenge because I didn't want to hold it from you. But I was like, I don't know what she's going to think or, mm-hmm. you know, um, but she definitely accepted that and accepted me and my children and where I'm at in my life. So I'm grateful. Yeah. And what do you recall of that? Recall of? Of, of that conversation. Yeah. I, you know, I am a believer, especially as, you know, now almost 20 years at the time would have been like 18 years of of a relationship that I I never wanted her to feel like I wasn't proud of everything she did. And I think that we all, I mean, he's another miracle child. So no, I, I was so happy for her. And I I felt bad that she would have thought that I wouldn't be. But you know, I think that you never know, everyone has different viewpoints and that kind of thing. But I, I mean, Kira is the most amazing mom. And now she has two little ones that can look up to her every day. So I was so incredible. I was so incredibly excited for her, actually. Mm-hmm. And for you, was there a conversation that was particularly um, challenging or, or difficult for you to have with Kara? Yeah, I do. I think that when there has been so much racial tension that's happened in the St. Louis community, I think that I a lot of times did. We did talk about that, and we did talk about Michael Brown's death, and we did talk about what can we start to do differently within the community? And I think those can be difficult conversations, but Kier always made me feel like I was seeking to understand and also what can I do to also be a change agent and and help the community. And so I think those were, those can be difficult conversations, but it's also about the way you come about it. And it's also the way you're willing to take coaching and feedback on it as well. Kristen, you are a very committed person, (laughs) along with being friends with Kiara for 20 years. You've also spent a lot of time working at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Missouri. Mm -hmm. And just recently, you've been named the organization's new CEO and president. Mm -hmm. So congratulations. What is it that keeps you at Big Brothers Big Sisters? I could boil it down easily, but I will expand on it, I promise. Um, I think what keeps me here is this, the Kiera stories, 
the the success stories of of what mentoring really is all about and that the successes that you can see when you put a caring adult in the life of a child that's now a grown adult i think that's one piece and i also i really am just looking forward to um, continuing to expand our programs and services here um, in the St. Louis region. Um, so we can continue to expand the opportunities to more youth, to more schools, um, because there is, there's a continued need for that. And so I've stayed committed because I wake up every day. Um, I'm a passionate person. I believe in what we do. I believe in our mission. I believe in what can happen. And so that's why I've stayed for now at this position, now Big Brothers Big Sisters, almost 22 years. What is your big sister's superpower? What is your little sister's superpower? What is your superpower together? Just being me, being my authentic self. I think in the world of where we are now, we can get caught up in being what social standards, so what the society mm-hmm. think is how you should be. Um, so I'm still learning every day. Um, I'll speak to Kiera's superpower, even though she says she's still uh, growing, <laughs> learning. Uh, Kiera's superpower is her passion and her smile and her way of making people feel so welcome. I think that is an attribute that there aren't as many people as we probably would like to have that. And she she has that. And um, I hope that she can just continue to, to share that with me and, and make me continue to believe in myself as well. Always. Okay. Always. What would you both like to say to each other um, about your friendship? Well, first of all, congratulations on Thank becoming you. a CEO. They definitely have a great, great person in position. Um, just thank you. Um, I appreciate you for your dedication, your commitment um, to change and to be the voice and to be the example. Um, we do need more of that. Um, so just thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. I have similar sentiments. Um, thank you. Uh, I can't, when you become a mentor in our program, they always say, oh, you're going to get more out of it. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure about that. And there are some days I I do feel like you've taught me more than I could have ever taught you, Kiera. And I also think that we just need to continue to have more people have friendships um, that, that span this long. I'll tell you, uh, when Kira and I went to lunch that day, just recently, um, and the inspiring words you said back to me put me over the top to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the CEO role. And I haven't even told Kira that. But um, I walked away from there, and I said, you know what? I think I can do this. I'm go- I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself um, up for CEO, and Kira really was one of those determining factors. And I think that goes to show how much influence she's had um, over the last 20 years. Kira Brown is a not so little sister, <laughs> who is a St. Louis native here and a, a mom, an entrepreneur, and a stockbroker. And we're also here with Kristen Slaughter, who is the big sister and now the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Missouri. Thank you so much for spending some time here today. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This episode was produced by Maya Norfleet. Our audio engineer is Aaron Doerr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. 
This podcast was mixed and edited by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.